0: This is the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, August 24th. Well, Corey, uh, it's deja vu all over again. Uh, The Twins' bullpen implodes, and they lose in Milwaukee.
1: Yeah, it's almost like they're a 500-baseball team. Proven yet once again, given just being handed the division on a silver platter, all they need to do is beat teams that they're supposed to beat, and lo and behold, right. they like, can't.
0: It's not like the Twins had multiple leads throughout the game and could score seven runs throughout the ball ballgame. Uh, their bullpen imploded again. And that's, I mean, it's a weird weather circumstance yesterday. Everybody had, like, heat stroke yesterday. Pretty uh, cause, hot. Because apparently uh, Milwaukee has a retractable rough stadium as a lot of teams do yeah. in the South yep. for air conditioning purposes, so teams aren't dying of heat stroke out there. Uh, <laughs> and the Brewers do not have that uh, for obvi- for a little obvious oh, reason. Oh, they do.
1: Their roof retracts. Yeah. Uh,
0: they don't have air conditioning.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying.
0: Yeah. So instead of hotboxing everybody, they had the roof partially closed. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so everybody would, like – There were umpires midway through the game who had to, like, get a whole new pouch of baseballs because their sweat was going through their Mm. pants and the pouch. Yeah, it was disgusting. Uh, It was not a good time for everyone involved. So, like, (laughs) you can also chalk it up to it just being a weird game. But also at the same time, the Twins were in position to win said weird game multiple times. Uh, So, you know, uh, it's almost like the Twins should have traded for somebody at the deadline to help the bullpen Nah, I'm sure they got it. Brock Stewart was coming back. Oh, wait. Never mind. They knew Brock Stewart wasn't coming back to help the bullpen uh, before the trade deadline. And, like, they, here's the thing about the Twins with this bullpen. Uh, they could have done anything this offseason, but they kept taking flyers on guys who had injury history, and lo and behold, they all got hurt.
1: Yep. That all sounds right. Yeah. Sounds, um they're a 500 baseball team, CJ. They win their games at home, they lose on the road. Yeah. Did you see uh I expect them to play very well against Texas. For yeah. I, re- I really do. They're at home. These these games now are at home the next 4 days. There's no reason. I mean, they're a 500 baseball team. I don't know what else to it's pretty uh, it's pretty straightforward, you know.
0: The Seattle Mariners uh have had two different 8-game winning streaks this month. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's amazing. They've slingshot themselves. They sold at the trade deadline. They slingshot themselves back into... They're within a game and a half, I think, of the AL
1: West. Well, what's-his-face is like the hottest player on planet Earth, right?
0: Julio Rodriguez had like 20 hits in three games or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. It's almost no joke. Like, it's been... Crazy and uh, yeah, so they're they're back in that mix. Uh, and Did they
1: lose those eight games in between there?
0: Well, that's that was what I said. I said an eight game winning streak, not followed by an eight game losing streak. What is right. this? <laughs> yeah, this is not the baseball I'm used to watching. Wow. Uh, yeah, so the Twins find themselves in a bit of a bullpen rut. Now they have if the and if that shouldn't concern you, the Texas Rangers are one of the best offenses in the American League. So, yep. yeah, good luck. Good luck, everyone. Good luck to everyone involved. Um,
1: the the lead in the division only dropped to four and a half.
0: Yeah, uh, because
1: Cleveland must have had off last night.
0: No, they had off on Monday night. They beat the Dodgers last night.
1: Oh, is that what it was? Yes. Cleveland beat the Dodgers. Yeah. You mean the other red hot team in in baseball? Yeah. Good. No, yeah. That's that bodes well.
0: Yeah. Well, here's my take on this. I'm going to assume as if the Twins are winning this division. People are like, "But what if they don't?" I'm like, "Well, then we uh then we could call for some people to be fired." It's uh, not like we hate. haven't
1: seen that happen before, right? Right. Twins exactly. made the greatest one of the greatest comebacks ever to win the division not that long ago in our lifetimes. Yeah. It stands to reason they could lose it too. They
0: could. But I'm going to I'm going to play the odds. I'm going to play the long game and if they don't, if they somehow blow it, then then we need to look in the mirror and have some. It's not
1: uh, like it wouldn't be obvious, or it's not like we wouldn't know the reasons why. You know, I No, mean, it, exactly, yes. It wouldn't be this stunning. I know they have a 95% chance of winning the division, but it's not like it would be this stunning downfall of what happened to the Minnesota Twins. What happened well, to this just, juggernaut, yeah. yeah ex- right, they've kind of just been who. It's uh, what the Bill Parcells line is, you are what your record says you are. Mm-hmm. And Denny Green said we are who they thought they were. Like, all of those things are very true about the Twins this year.
0: Very much in play. Uh, So speaking of a couple football references, Corey, uh, Vikings training camp shenanigans are back. Uh, They have joint practices with the Arizona Cardinals, which, you know, have been... Kind of going. It really has like the Cardinals aren't a good football team. Like the, I mean, certainly right. not as good as the Titans. And Kyler Murray is still rehabbing a torn ACL, so the Cardinal offense is led by uh, Colt McCoy. Nice. Uh, everybody's favorite to be a backup quarterback until you actually have to watch him play. Yeah. Uh, and then you want him gone forever.
1: Uh, so he's a, he's a good appropriate backup for Kyler. Exactly. Yeah. He's like a he's like a a B squad version of what Kyler can do.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've not. That's a. He's perf, That's. I like when backups fit what the starter, kind of is.
0: Yeah, Nick Mullins kind of that same prototype for Kirk Cousins. It's yes. Very standard, but paint by numbers pocket passer. Correct. Kind of deal. It's like when RG three was backing up Lamar Jackson. It's just kind of, yeah. yeah. You
1: don't want to have to completely change your offense if your quarterback goes out. You kind of want to keep things roughly the same. Case Keenum backing up Josh Allen for a little bit. M- makes sense, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, the training camp shenanigans are almost nothing to do really with on the field stuff at this point. The first topic to get to business is Corey. Uh, TJ Hawkinson talks, according to Diana Rossini of The Athletic, have uh, they're far apart in negotiations. And this is the nugget that I think is most important because they can always come together on negotiations. But where Hawkinson stands is Hawkinson wants to, quote-unquote, reset the market for tight ends. And so basically what that means he wants to be the highest paid tight end of all time, which means in the league currently. Uh, so, Corey, let me give you some numbers. This is according to OverTheCap.com. Of the top, let's just go top three paid tight ends in football. Uh, number three is Travis Kelsey. He, his average annual value of his contract is $14.3 million per season. And then you get up to George Kittle of the 49ers. He makes $15 million a year. The top paid tight end in football is Darren Waller of the Giants. He got traded from uh, Las Vegas to New York. I think they signed him to an extension. Thus, he leads the league, makes $17 million in tight end money. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, are you comfortable paying TJ Hawkinson 18 to $20 million a year for the next four to five years?
1: It depends. Is Kirk Cousins your quarterback next year and beyond? And that's the thing. I, I think if you gave the Vikings truth serum,
0: I think if you kind of said like, you know, gun to your head. Is Kirk Cousins on the roster next year? They'll probably tell you no. Like the only thing keeping Kirk on the roster is another thirteen win season and winning a playoff game, right? Like he right. has to he has to play phenomenally well. So I'm going to assume, for the sake of this argument, that Kirk Cousins is not the quarterback next year. They do draft a rookie quarterback and yeah, and move yeah. On. I
1: think that's fair. So I think that has a, a, a large impact on all of this. Yeah. Um, Hawkinson's better than Waller. Yeah, a hundred percent. He. Is probably better now than Kittle, but not historically. Yeah. Kittle's a better tight end historically, um, but the, you know Kittle's just been around a little. long. Hawkinson's probably a better tight end now than Kittle is, or at least close enough to. Or where at least you... close enough, right? It it historically that you would never say that. Um, Travis Kelsey is the second greatest tight end of all time, mm-hmm. and he's not that far away where statistically you'd just never be able to deny some of his offensive numbers uh-huh um I don't know where Kelsey is on his restructuring resigning anything like that he will be the greatest paid tight end of all time no one is rooting harder for Hawkinson to be the to reset the market no one's rooting harder for that than Kelsey Travis Kelsey becomes a free agent in 2026 because he's going to change some things yeah well, <laughs> for the tight end market. All of that being all of that being said, um, this is just—he's—they're not—they're gonna sign him. Like he's practicing; he's just not doing team stuff. He's there every single day in a uniform, doing his individual work. This is not. This is. There's nothing else to talk about. In my opinion, in my way, I know he did this interview. I know he said he wants to reset the market, blah, 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 blah. He is there every single day in uniform. He's going to be a Viking.
0: See, I I tend to believe that an extension will get worked out at some point. It's where he said the quote-unquote reset the market that kind of makes me pause of does quasi because you're going to have to pay Justin Jefferson at some point. And mm. if you want to look at com numbers, uh, Tyreek Hill, in terms of average annual value, is paid $30 million a year. So you're going to have to commit to paying $30 million a year to or more, likely more, to Justin Jefferson and then also have to pay close to $20 million a year for Hawkinson. So your top two offensive pass catchers are going to be making close to $50 million of the team's salary cap. And looking at the Vikings in terms of 2024, let's say... Uh, it's, I mean, there's some cap space available if Kirk Cousins isn't on your roster, but it's just the Vikings have been working kind of the last couple of years to shed capital and to, or to shed uh, salary cap to try and get them some financial flexibility that they really haven't had since they signed Kirk Cousins. And that'll be the interesting part. Now, the reason is, like we talked about with the Twins, and always wanting to be flexible so you can make that move. And I always said during the winter that, like, you always make yourself financially flexible to go get a guy like Correa. And and that's the whole thing of, like, you make yourself financially flexible so you can sign TJ Hawkinson to an extension. And so I think that, like you said, Correa, I think an extension does eventually get done. I feel like, though, there's no incentive for Hawkinson to sign an extension this off season. so he could totally just play it out, and he could still be a Viking next year. So i I was very confident an extension would get done before the regular season. I think I'm less than 50 percent sure that he will sign an extension at some point in 2023.
1: But does that mean he'll play, or you mean he's he'll gonna... play?
0: But like, if you're wanting to lock him down long term,
1: yeah. No, I mean all of that's true. But also, think about who else is going to be, who's making a lot of money on this roster, who's not going to be for much long. Like, Harrison Smith is a day and a half away from retiring. I don't know where his contract sits, but that's coming off the books in less than five years, right? Well,
0: yeah. Well, the thing uh, with the Vikings...
1: Hunter is coming off the books in, like, there's some big, big number... Things open up. That's part of this. Also, they just signed the NFL, did this YouTube deal. So we don't know what that means for contract numbers. That's and, also true. And, and things like that. Um, <laughs> see what's happening behind you right now. <laughs> uh, you know, I try and ignore them. <laughs> but, like, those are all things that need to be taken into account as well. And on top of it, it's not like an extension. Do the Vikings need to sign Hawkinson to seven years? No, I mean, can it be a a two-year with a third year? Like, that's the part I don't, I, I can't. It depends on
0: what Hawkinson wants, I guess. That's kind of the the middle part.
1: Sure, reset the market and make it a a three-year deal. Yeah, or a two-year deal. Who cares?
0: Last question while I got you in here, Corey. Uh, So, uh, this needs to be talked about yesterday. uh, The San Francisco 49ers announced Sam Darnold is the backup to Brock Purdy, uh, which means that Marshall, Minnesota native... NDSU alum Trey Lance, the former number 3 overall pick, is likely not going to be on the roster for San Francisco, and this has led the trade speculation to go through the roof, and it's been noted by Diana Russini of The Athletic and Ian Rappaport of NFL Network yesterday, everyone's like, keep in mind, the Vikings this offseason were very close to trading for Trey Lance. So do okay. you think that a Trey Lance trade happens, and do you think it should happen?
1: Eh. I mean, do I think it it will happen? Yeah, sure, maybe. I don't know. Um, if the if the Vikings are actually interested, and we know their quarterback is coming off the books here at the end of the season, and the guy that they just drafted is probably not going to be the guy because that's just how it works. Um, yeah, yeah, probably. I could see I could see them taking a flyer on on a guy who's um, got all the talent in the world and was taken as high as he was for all of that upside has been a little unlucky with some some injuries he wasn't ready to play NFL football yet probably no he definitely wasn't he definitely declared too early and are these t- do these ties just exist because he's a Minnesota kid i think like,
0: on i think on social media for fans yeah it totally exists cuz he's a Minnesota ndsu guy I
1: don't need him on my team but if they get him cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Would you give up like a 5th round pick for him? Would you sure. give up a 6th round pick? 5th? Would you give up a 2nd round pick? Yeah, I mean when I maybe I don't Yeah, whatever. I don't I don't uh, I'm not like he he could be good but he but he probably won't be. You know what I mean? Like, that's just a part of how this works for for quarterbacks and NFLers. The, right. It might not work out for him. He wasn't ready yet. He's got a lot to learn.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I don't need him on, my, on the roster. I don't need him. But yeah. if you get him, cool. That's fine.
0: Yeah, exactly. Corey Tackman, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my take on this whole situation is, is I think uh, that the Vikings uh, – probably won't trade for him. I think at this point, if we're talking, the Vikings tried to before the draft. And I think before the draft, there's a lot more compelling case to make that that would have worked. Uh, But weirdly enough, now that the Vikings roster is kind of set for this year, they drafted a kid out of BYU in like the sixth round. But like Corey said, he's not really going to come of anything. Jaron Hall, uh, whatever. He's he's a non-starter. Like he's... I'm not, they're not doing it. He's a developmental backup at best. Uh, but I think the Vikings trading for a Trey Lance, uh, I'm not going to trade like a, 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 probably a fourth or fifth round pick. Like, and are the 49ers, what's the, what are they, are they looking for a first round pick back? Are they looking for a seventh round pick? What's their price range? I think that has yet to be seen. Uh, but the thing is with the Vikings, if you're Kawesi Adolfo Mensah, if you're the general manager, uh, is, and, and I don't mean, like, I'm, I'm just saying it from his perspective. Is he the quarterback you want to sign up for? Because most GMs don't get to pick multiple quarterbacks. If you're going to move on from Kirk Cousins to Trey Lance, you better be right. And if you're going to, because if you're Kwesi, it's probably a, a lot easier or simpler or uh, in his better interest to draft a quarterback next year and kind of reset, because that guy comes in with a fresh slate. Trey Lance, whether rightly or wrongly, because again, he's still very, very young, uh, He's needs development. He's had some injury concerns, and those are things that people are already going to be talking about, whereas if you draft a quarterback, you don't necessarily have that. Uh, there's no baggage, I guess I would say. And again, it's not his fault, but it's that kind of thing. So, I don't know. Uh, I I don't th- in my gut. I don't think the Vikings trade for Trey Lance. I think this is something that they were close to, and I think it's something that you know maybe happen, maybe could have been a thing at some point. But the NFL is all about timing, and I just I think that the time for that probably is past. And I think if you're if you're Kevin O'Connell, maybe you're maybe you want to do it. He's a backup. Co- Kevin O'Connell was a career backup quarterback. Maybe he sees something in Trey Lance or feels like he can fix him or do whatever. Maybe, maybe that, maybe that does happen, but uh, I, I don't, I don't see it happening. Uh, I, And, you know, he'll go somewhere. He'll, he'll be fine, but I don't see it happening in Minnesota. But I've also been wrong before, so who knows? This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, August 24th.